Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 12 of the Coding Rehab podcast. Um, we are um, accurately time, uh, uh, titling this performance and style. And uh, uh, as always, uh, welcome, Amir. Hey, how, how are you doing? So the genesis of this idea came from a experience of mine today where I had written a piece of code that was trying to find a... Um, the point at which a bug was entered into a repository and so, um, and to get specifically. And so I had a test that would pass and then it would fail. And in between I had about a hundred commits and, um, I was trying to quickly identify the, um, the commit, which this error was, um, introduced. So I guess off the top of my head, functionally, I wrote take while. So I created a stream from the commits and I tried the test out and then I um, um, checked out a new branch or uh, updated the uh, the code to the, the next revision and checked it again. And uh, that code is pretty simple. Um, it's just essentially revision list, take while it uh, is good, and then once it fails, I pop the last from the list, and then I am uh, good. So pretty simple. Uh, <clears throat> someone uh, mentioned the point that um, if I use bisect or uh, binary search, I could uh, write something a lot more um, that would scale better uh, and require a lot less calls to um, to check for the good code. So basically binary search will cut down on that uh, tremendously. So uh, it came to a point where, you know, what did I prefer performance uh, or style? And so I kind of thought about that, you know, what's more important and, or is it, do these, do these contradict each other? So what do you think, Amir? Uh, in general, I'd say my attitude is, you know, always write the cleanest and best looking code that I can, and then think about performance when it comes up. Yeah, I uh, I, I have the 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 same approach, and uh, uh, I would say that uh, it's not that uh, just push performance and don't care about that, don't care about that. But even with that, I try to uh, come out first with a solution. That that I like, and and then I decide if if it's a viable solution or not. And after that, uh, try to to do performance or uh, and multi trading or whatever it is that will make it better. But still try to to do it in a way that um, I can look at the code and be positive that it's going to to be easy to read. Uh, let's say in a couple of weeks. Right, and. Um, I do kind of feel like this attitude is, feels like heresy when you talk uh, with other programmers. Because um, in a way, I am saying, you know, I try not to worry about it until it's a problem. <laughs> That's not a way to pass coding interviews, you know. <laughs> um, um, but in, in my opinion, my experience is that uh, it's more important or I'm less likely to introduce bugs in my code if my focus is on writing clean looking code, um, meaning as simple as possible. Yeah. And I don't want to present this scenario where you're choosing between the optimal solution and the right solution or the, the good looking solution and the optimal solution. Yeah. Many times, many times they're the same thing. Totally. And they don't need to be uh, exclusive one of each other. 
uh, at all. Like uh, we we were talking before uh, this comment I, I I saw on Reddit about uh, the idea that uh, somebody is saying a developer saying that given enough time and and budget, I uh, will write very nice code. So the question is. Uh, first of all, if, if you keep waiting for all the planets to align to, to start writing your best code, it's going to take quite a long time right? Uh, for, for that to happen. And uh, if uh, your best code doesn't come uh, at work because uh, you have, a, I don't know, time pressure or uh, harsh timelines or Whatever reason that is, uh, I I I will always be surprised that after uh, a while uh, you really need this relaxed environment to to come up with it. And why why is not a uh, just nice code all, all way all the way, right? Why you why you have this uh, um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? <laughs> Thing yeah. of code that you need to have a potion or something in order to write nice code. Why, why not just write nice code uh, every single time? Every time you get uh, your fingers on a keyboard, just write nice code. Don't don't worry about the timelines or or um, uh, budget because you have to be convinced that that the nicest code that you can write is the best code for every single occasion. Right, uh, it's, it's not that um, because I know you you're trying to impress somebody, then you you're going to actually write better code. Right, uh, and I think uh, it's important. So, I guess I want to pick the flaw of the Reddit article is if your uh, strategy is to write clean code, eventually writing clean code will be as fast as writing bad code, um, and I mean the time from an empty file to a finished file. I think we've kind of proven or at least talked about abundantly uh, the long-term effects of writing clean code, meaning that down the road it, it receives payoff. But even at the time of writing, if you're consistently practicing better practices and writing clean prose when you write code, eventually you'll write it naturally and as, tu- and in, as intuitively as you would write bad code. Exactly, and uh, usually it's a matter of habit and what you feel that is more comfortable. Right. And that that is uh, just practice. Now, of course, practice, uh, uh, it, it won't just uh, show up and, and then you will have days to practice. You have to figure out a way to make that uh, day-to-day thing to, to practice, to change, to do little bits, to improve certain things, because uh, uh, otherwise, uh, first, if, if you claim to be um, a great developer, but you don't have that practice, uh, I'm not sure how much you can back up that claim. Right. And uh, then, uh, again, the, the idea of uh, keep waiting for the perfect uh, wave to, to come in in order to write it and uh, write it and show that you're a great developer also it, it won't come so you have definitely. to figure it out somehow definitely um, I agree and I can also uh, relate it to me uh, just needing to take time to learn vim <laughs> so <laughs> you know 
I was never going to get paid enough to spend the time to learn Vim. You just have to do it. And in the beginning, it feels very difficult, you know, yeah. uh, but in the end, you're a, way quicker than you would ever have been, uh, in my opinion, uh, by understanding how Vim works and the benefits that it brings. Yeah. And uh, that, that combination, like you were, you, was, uh, you were uh, showing this the other day, the combination with Tmax and and how it works in the terminal and and how we were looking at a video how to replace uh, your IDE with just using uh, Vim and Tmax and the terminal and and for me also is uh, makes you faster. It just uh, you you launch it and you you're working and you don't need to wait for anything to load or to crash or anything like that. So. Um, totally agree. And going back to, so I have a frustration with this, uh, this performance and style problem, and I'm going to see if I can, uh, articulate it well. <clears throat> so I think it comes down to the types of questions that we give to people, uh, whether it's in interviews or whether it's just to demonstrate how to write good code. I almost think they're manufactured in a way that in real life, they rarely ever happen. So if your idea is to default on the side of clean, good looking code, you will write code that is best for most scenarios. And then the times that writing clean looking or good looking code was not the right thing to do, there will be a lot, lot fewer. And uh, to give you an example, um, you know, we talked about using streams a lot. Yeah. Uh, so streams are very simple to write against, um, but you're never considering like uh, you're you, like you're never trying to short circuit the stream. You're usually just read, planning on reading the whole stream until some conditions satisfied. Yeah. Where in this binary search scenario. Um, uh, it's just never come up before. I guess uh, what I'm trying to say is <laughs> the counter examples to, to want to write like some complex piece function to be faster, uh, that would severely make my code look a lot less understandable are so rare that I don't even think about them at first. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. at all? Okay. It, it, it totally doesn't. And I, and I think that's, uh, totally healthy. And also, uh, I I don't think we we're talking here that 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 it's one thing or the other and uh, it, it's uh, nothing like that. I don't want any of our listeners to freak out, right? <laughs> and and say, but then you you cannot go and change it. Yeah, well, we're talking that that that's uh, uh, how we work. We we start working with it and we explore and mm-hmm. and we try to to make to to make it. Uh, nice and clear to read, right? And, and then, and then we will address performance too. But that doesn't mean that uh, it has to be the first scenario, right? Right. Right. And uh, also make sure that that the code works for what you need it for. It doesn't need to work in every single possible scenario. Absolutely. So, uh, and and uh, up front, you usually want to just write the simplest case, right? Totally, and then the simplest case, and then explore uh, different uh, other cases and see how it works. Because uh, 
coding for every possible scenario is, is not going to, to make us faster or is not going to, to make us like get some kind of award because we covered more scenarios. Right. And at the end, at the end of the day, uh, and we've seen this many, many times, uh, the, the amount of scenarios that actually they, they, uh, you, they actually user uses or they're tested, they're very few. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I want to support what you just said is what we're not saying is don't worry about performance. Um, we're, we're, I guess we are just saying is worry about what matters at the time first and then uh, deal with uh, optimization or performance as, as needed, I guess, specifically. And, and, not, and not every optimization means that you need to sacrifice everything else. Absolutely. Um, one example, though, uh, I would say that happens often is maybe in code that we're reviewing, you'll see um, a general leaning towards using recursion up front. Yeah. And I would say I shy away from that almost every time. <laughs> you know, I would always say, you know, why am I using recursion here? And can I do that differently? Which is usually with a stream of some sort, yeah. you know, um, instead of looping. But there are many valid use cases for recursion, um, and I don't find myself hardly ever justifying the use of recursion over some other method. Um, but, but understanding that there are times when I do, but it's just it's not an even trade-off. I guess is what I'm saying. Totally, and and the custom recursion is more more prone to to errors too. R right. So right. Uh, it's it's totally fine. Like. Uh, uh, a, a nice uh, loop and recur, it's 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 fine, it's perfect. But I, I always wonder uh, how to write it different. And uh, this is a very common scenario where uh, iterate and take while or drop while or things like that that they're always equivalent. Right. And getting used to do that also help us out to. Um, to, to think and to see if the recursion is way more clear, why not? If they're equivalent, maybe I will lean on on trying to use well-known common function. Right. Um, I, I agree. And, um, you know, the, the things I do like uh, with uh, functions like take while and drop while is given enough, um, given, so... Given some scale, recursion makes sense. Given a lot of scale, uh, take while and those stream processing kind of uh, algorithms make a way more sense. Uh, just yeah. because uh, usually to satisfy some the criteria to stop uh, is a lot faster when you have delayed evaluation streams. So um, yeah, so it's not clean. <laughs> There's not a, like a hard. I don't think we have a hard heuristic for um, when to prefer one or the other. I think. My main ethos is to, out of the gate, pref to prefer or to uh, try to achieve style, good style, and then uh, approach uh, unoptimal scenarios on a case-by-case -case basis. Yeah, totally. And uh, always you have time to, to, to modify and, and make it work uh, different or run other scenarios and uh, having the ability to be able to run these scenarios or to do testing, I think is uh, as important and more important than, than just running with it. Right.
definitely. Um, so this brings me to a, a good point, a good question that I haven't thought of is, um, and maybe that's scary that I'm going to bring something <laughs> to talk about. But um, in a, in, so we do a lot of properties testing. Yeah. Uh, how can we apply performance testing to our functional um, code bases? I yeah I I think that the idea of properties testing can, can be used in uh, in a more general sense to to create um, valid values for your domain, right. and then um, we've done uh, we done test where uh, we we uh, needed to test against uh, I think the API rate limit, right. And uh, the, the, there was no problem with that, right? Uh, that we will make sure that the limit wasn't uh, being uh, reached and that we, we're getting all uh, valid 200 answers and, right. and that was fine. So I think uh, that th those are the ways to, to, to create. You just need to find what's the tool that helps you measure. Right. If it's load, if it's... Uh, performance in general or to see let's imagine that you work in batches and you want to see depending on the size of your batch uh, where the performance lies I think you just need to set up the tools to to wrap around your test and then to to give you that information and that can be convert converted into a stream too and do you know take while or drop while until you reach the performance you want and then uh, just use it right uh, so I think that's a, a further justification. If you do have proper kind of performance testing, or at least you use testing to ensure that you're worrying about performance, it gives you a little more support when you are uh, deferring towards something a little more stylistic because you're totally. still worrying worrying about it and you're letting yourself be known later that it's an issue. And if you're really, really concerned about performance, the first thing you need to do is to test yeah, totally, totally. Instead of trying to improve, <laughs> you need to test because uh, otherwise uh, the the improvement first, you may not need it. Right. And and second, there's no way to measure, right? Yep. So the, the, the famous that we, we laugh often about, uh, uh, we need to scale this up. <laughs> yes. And, and uh, scale to what? Well, what scale <laughs> uh, <laughs> do we need? Million billion, yeah, like <laughs> million users, yeah, yeah, no, million, it's, it's million users per second, exactly. That's like every interview question in the world. Pretend you have a million, million users, like, well, okay. let's, let's imagine <laughs> I'll go work for Amazon, I guess. And uh, <laughs> when in the meantime, 99% of us are just running normal everyday apps, so that's right. Well, very cool. Um, I think uh, uh, what I can take away from this is, you know, I like to read poems no matter how long they are. And uh, bad short poems are less desirable. <laughs> so, <laughs> just kidding. We appreciate uh, all aspects. But style is definitely something that's very important to us. Yeah, I think it's uh, very, very uh, important to keep it. And uh, th there's nothing like uh, learning a bit every day and waiting for that to happen. If you don't do it, uh, very hard that somebody else is going to do it for you. 
Absolutely. You got to pay the costs and, uh, and then you become, you become a better, uh, uh, programmer. So through your yeah. efforts. So. All right. Well, um, thanks everyone. I think that wraps it up for our, uh, our, our, this episode. Sounds good. Thank you everybody. See you next time.